orange lady, and I'm here to give you the juice you need to build and sustain your career. I am a first-gen college graduate that is from rural Missouri, lives in North Carolina, did a five-year stint in New York City, and I'm back in North Carolina, and love connecting with other first-gens. This morning, I am headed to one of my dear friend's houses, and a couple of us are going to co-work. One of the absolute, absolute joys of being able to work remote is choosing your colleagues for a day. I talk a lot about Greg as my um, colleague because we both work from home and get to bounce ideas off of each other and enjoy just a different perspective. And I am so excited. Last week, uh, we had a friend stay over and then she stayed that Monday and co-worked in the house. And now today going with a couple other friends. And while this is truly, truly one of the joys of remote working, I also want to talk a little bit about the shit parts of working remote and how hard it can be in some of the ways that we can work uh, towards the same goals that we had with in-person working, um, but be a little more intentional. I am about to come up on my one-year anniversary at a tech giant. (laughs) And let me tell you, this is the first and only job that I have had that is like 95% remote, meaning once a quarter I get together with my team and sometimes there are other trips in between uh, for other events and in-person activities. But for the most part, it's me in my soft pants working at my desk or moving to the couch to work Um, and really enjoying all of the, you know, joys of working from my home, which I really love. But the reality is, as I reflect on coming up on a year, (laughs) it was really fucking hard. (laughs) And, and I don't mean like the, the work itself, right? I'm, you know, 41, (laughs) almost forgot. And I have a lot of skills that I feel strongly about that I know are my strengths and how to kind of get in and solve problems and build programs. Great. I started last November and it felt like I was on an island. Um, And I really struggled to get my footing. Um, And it wasn't that people weren't kind and weren't offering, but I like to say like, you know, uh, that, that space when like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. That was me for months. Like I couldn't have meaningful coffee chats with folks because I didn't know what to ask. I didn't know enough about the business to even ask. And I am, 
uh, a, a professional that's led by my curiosity. I'm always asking why and trying to understand how things are done and then why they are done that way. Uh, but if you just don't have enough uh, background, um, it's just really hard to ask the right questions. And to be honest, a lot of the space I was in was very intimidating. Uh, there are a lot of big personalities that can dominate conversations and also feel like they are able to just kind of what they say goes. And that's just not an environment that I was immediately comfortable with. And I can't say that I'm actually comfortable with it now, but I've, again, figured out some ways around it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that I've done and that uh, you have shared with me that you've done to get around uh, making connections and still having career progression, even if you're working remotely. Okay. One, just put the coffee chats on. Seriously, I talk about this all the time, but 15 minutes is really all you need because even if it's a terrible chat, it's awkward, it feels just, ugh, you know, ugh, shake it off. Um, it's 15 minutes and it's done. And then you can just, again, shake it off and move on. <laughs> but if it's a great chat, that gives you, it's short enough that you are like, oh gosh, I have so much more. I would love to grab more time with you if that's okay. And now you have time to prepare for your follow-up chat and it'll be more informed and you can go a little bit deeper and develop that relationship. It's a win-win. Like either it's awkward and over or it's great, too short, and you have a built-in way to follow up. Okay, we start with our 15-minute coffee chats. As much as I hate to say this, going on camera... Uh, at least uh, when you're trying to meet new people, can really be helpful. Um, I think there is still that connection point that happens when you are kind of looking at each other, right? And helps then when you do go to the office that you know what people look like. <laughs> um, I always think about The Devil Wears Prada, and if you have watched that movie, you know that um, the assistant character builds this, I don't know, like a lookbook, right, with everyone's name and title and kind of a little bit about them. And then she informs her boss, like, as she's uh, being approached by someone or going to speak with someone, who they are and a little bit of context. So she's able to navigate those conversations flawlessly. Okay, well, going on camera, looking people up, uh, if your company has an internal system where you can actually see all the employees so that you can know about them and recognize them. And then when you're in the office, you can be like, oh, hey, hey, is it, I'm Ashley. <laughs> um, and I actually met someone last week that I said, oh, wow, you look a lot like your phone tool. That's our internal system. Your phone tool picture, which doesn't happen very often, I'm going to be honest, especially if people have worked there for a while because, you know, things happen. <laughs> um, so it's just a super helpful way to, like, make 
the best use of your time in person by knowing a little bit about what people look like and what to expect. Um, and again, I'm not saying you need to be on camera all the time. That is absolutely bullshit. <laughs> um, and that fatigue is real and that also just joy of being able to just talk and not have to feel like you're performing, which I do when the video is on. I feel like I have to watch everything, like where I'm looking, what facial expressions I make. And it's a different kind of exhaustion, right? Than just being able to like think and talk. That's a very different skill set. So every once in a while, do yourself the favor, you know, and go on camera. So we have our coffee chats. We have going on camera. What else? Well, I talked a little bit about having like being a, a curious professional And I want to encourage you to go outside of your team or your organization even and have time with people that do something completely different. Be willing to just uh, see that somebody is doing something cool, reach out to them and try to grab time on their calendar. Why not? Um, Especially if you work for a large organization, But even in smaller organizations, this can be extremely fruitful because you are able to tap into uh, potential collaborative uh, things that you had no idea. It's like, oh, I had no idea you'd do that. I work on this and it could actually really help you. And if you're in a large organization, just seeing all of the possibilities and what cool shit really people are working on like sometimes we get so into what we do and how we perform at it that we forget there's a lot of cool shit out there that people are doing we have our coffee chats we have going on camera and we have going outside of what we know and our team or organization I hope that these things help you feel a little more connected and a little more comfortable. Uh, I think part two might be like then how you actually leverage this to make career moves and not just be successful in your job. Because let's be very clear, those are two very, very, very different things. All right. I'm Ashley Hitchcock Francis, the orange lady, and now you've got the juice. It's time to put it to use. 